Top 4 Reasons Why Cars Are Wealth Killers. So let's get right into it. And what we will cover or go over is depreciation, financing, insurance, maintenance, and repairs. And the main reason why I want to go over this is because I don't think a lot of people truly understand just how big of an impact cars have on your finances. And they could potentially be the reason why you are poor, middle class, or rich, depending on time frame. And it'll be more explained later on. So, depreciation. Cars lose value over time, especially new cars that drop in price as soon as they leave the dealership. According to the AAA, a new car loses an average of $3,334 in value during the first year of ownership and about $20,000 over five years. This means that you are losing a significant amount of money on an asset that is not generating any income or growth for you. And instead of investing your money in a car that will only depreciate, you could invest it in something that will appreciate such as stocks, real estate, or a business. And this is the thing, right? No matter how you look at it, it gives you a really like sinking feeling in your chest when you take a step back and like, oh wow, I just bought something that is guaranteed to decrease in value. So let's say that you drop 30 G's on a brand new car, right? You know for a fact that the second you take that thing off of the dealership is already cheaper, right? The fact that you signed your name on the dotted line for that car makes it cheaper, right? And it's such a sad feeling too, because like you know like this choice, no matter what you do, is going to cause you to lose money. Like, unless you were to buy a brand spanking, super rare collector or supercar, right, where there's a super high demand, it is unlikely that your car that you're going to buy will ever ever make money, right? And by the way, even if you were to use your car in terms of like Uber or Lyft or something like that, Uber Eats, the reality is you're decreasing the value of that car even faster by using it and beating it down so much, which many people do not factor in the actual depreciation cost that you're causing to that car. Financing. So most people buy cars with loans, which means they are paying interest on top of the purchase price. The interest rate in the loan term will determine how much extra you will pay for your car. For example, if you finance a $30,000 car at a 6% interest rate for 60 months, you will end up paying $4,632 in interest only over the life of the loan, meaning in total, the total amount that you would have actually spent is $34,632. But also, you got to keep in mind, 
at the same time that you spend this amount of money, the car's value has also decreased, right? So we're potentially talking about the car decreased in value probably by 15 grand to 20 grand over this time frame. So if you add on top of the interest, really you might have like 5k left of what you spent in the car, which is insane. Like it is insane. You basically lose what? Like almost like 95% of your value. That's horrible, right? So be very, very careful to, if you were to buy a car, buy it in cash because no matter what, it's going to go down in value and you don't want the double whammy of having to pay interest on it, especially since nowadays interest rates are like 9%, 10% average for like a brand new car and not to mention, like if you have bad credit nowadays, you are going to be so destroyed trying to finance a car right now. Like, there has been, like, reports of some people paying, like, a 30% interest rate on a brand new car. That's super high in price. So, like, you're talking about, like, losing insane amounts of money per month. So be very, very careful when you're thinking about trying to finance a car because nine times out of ten, it literally does not make sense. Like, to me, I would never finance a car. But the only time that I could remotely justify financing a car would be if I were to able to get it with a 100% tax write-off for the payments of that car, which typically you can't actually do, even if you were to use your vehicle for like business and marketing, because the only times that I've seen that you could like legally actually get it to like get it like tax write-offs 100% is by leasing which means that you're not actually owning the car during that whole time you're basically just renting a car for like a year two years and then it's gone right so I don't like that option either because yeah you get a tax incentive but at the same time you don't actually get to own the car or if you do you're having to put down like such a crazy down payment plus still pay per month for it where it really does not make sense. Because I've seen some people do that with like supercars and it's just like, it's super dumb, super dumb. Insurance. So car insurance is a mandatory expense for drivers, but it can vary wildly depending on your car model, your driving record, your location, and other factors. So according to the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, the average annual cost of car insurance in the United States was 1056 in 2019 or $1,056 in 2019. However, some drivers may pay much more than that, especially if they have a high risk profile or live in a high cost area. So to put into perspective, right, not too long ago, I was living more so in like a country setting where there was like basically nothing there. And I was spending like a few hundred bucks, right? Like nothing crazy, kind of cheap, whatever, right? Not that big of a deal, right? But then I changed my address, 
and it immediately went to like insane, insane levels, which caused me to completely change my car insurance company because of how high it jumped. It nearly tripled in cost. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Right? Which, by the way, one way to save a lot of money on insurance is to literally shop with other insurance brokers because you could end up dropping your cost by literally 50%. You could drop your cost by almost 80% depending on the options out there. So just do some research. It's literally worth spending a couple hours trying to find cheaper car insurance because this could literally save you thousands of dollars per year depending on how high your insurance actually is. Okay, so... Yeah, car insurance is also subject to increase due to inflation, accidents, claims, or changes in coverage. And car insurance is money that you're paying to protect yourself from potential losses, but it does not add any value to your car or your wealth. Now, that being said, everyone needs to have car insurance because it's not a question as to if you're going to get into an accident, right? It's like a when type of situation. And it's always better to have better insurance in terms of car insurance, like better coverage. And the more money that you end up making, like the higher your net worth, the bigger insurance policy you really want to protect yourself, your family, etc. Right? So for example, if you're like a average driver, getting an insurance policy up to like $300,000 of coverage for like an accident, for any accident, etc., where that that's basically like the maximum payout is a pretty good like starting point because it really protects you in case something super bad happens and it's really not that expensive if you don't have like crazy amounts of car accidents on your thing already, right? Because the thing is, you really don't want to be in a situation where you cause an accident and your insurance coverage cannot pay all of it off because you get into really big financial troubles there and potentially if you don't pay, you could actually be going to like jail or prison depending on how bad it actually is, right? So it's something to keep in mind because a lot of people want to have like super cheap insurance to the extent of or to the cost of like having like no coverage, right? But you want your coverage in terms of like you causing an accident to be good, right? Because you don't want to get sued and you not be covered because it, it will get really bad if you don't have the good enough coverage. And if your income and your net worth increases to where you actually get real assets, this insurance coverage will basically act as like a wall, right? Almost like a border to protect you from crazy people. Next one and final one. Maintenance and repairs. So cars require regular maintenance to keep them running smoothly and safely. This includes things like oil changes, tire rotations, brake pads, filters, fluids, and more. 
The AAA estimates that the average annual cost of maintenance and repairs for a new vehicle is $1,186. However, this... Well, I really screwed that up. Why do I have a fourth one? That's dumb. Hold on. Let me get rid of that. That's stupid. However, this cost can increase as your car gets older or if you encounter any major issues or breakdowns. Maintenance and repairs are necessary expenses to preserve the functionality and safety of your car, but they do not increase its value or performance. In fact, they can reduce its resale value if they are not done properly or timely. And here's the thing. When it comes down to it, it's like... When it comes to like maintenance and repairs, you also got to like view it from this perspective. How long do you plan on keeping your card to? Right? And the reason why I say that, let's say that you have the type of mindset that you are willing to drive your car down into the ground. So basically pretty much never selling your car until it basically dies. Right? If that's the type of mindset that you have, then it would make way more sense to not really pay for repairs to like cosmetic issue type of stuff because you don't really plan on selling the car pretty much ever. So that really doesn't like it doesn't really make sense for you to pay to fix it. Right? So for example, let's say which actually what I use like this example, my own example, right? So I used to have a truck and within one month of buying this truck, right? One month, it got kamikaze by a deer, a deer that dove head first right into the side, like back side of it. And I was like, yes, I could use the insurance, but my premium would go up. Two, it's a truck, like a pickup truck. Like, who really cares about the look of a pickup truck? Three, I planned on using that truck basically forever because pretty much, like, a truck is just super useful. And where I was living at the time is, like, it made perfect sense to keep it and not really, like, do that much anything. Like, like a truck is meant to basically be messed with in a way, right? Was my mindset. So I didn't bother spending any amount of money on fixing that dent because that's all that was. There was nothing like crazy with it. It was just a cosmetic thing. There's like a big deer head dent in the back end of the thing, which by the way, I don't even know how, but that deer survived and just like jumped away, right? But that was crazy too. So I never paid to fix it. And in a way, I'm kind of glad that I didn't waste money or didn't like waste insurance premiums on that because like a few months later, right, the car got completely totaled. So if I did the premiums to fix it or if I paid out of pocket to fix it, that would have been a complete waste of money for something that was purely cosmetic, right? So that's something to like think about because you never really know what might happen. So if your thing is purely cosmetic and you don't plan on ever selling your car, then don't pay to fix it right? Or don't have your insurance premiums go crazy up for not really any reason, right? 
But if you are planning on selling that car to get a newer car or a different car like a couple years down the line, then you do want to fix it as soon as possible just in case you want to actually sell your car sooner, right? So that you can retain as much value of the car as possible. Which, by the way, keep in mind that we talked about depreciation. No matter what, the car is still going to be going down in value. The longer you have it, the more you use it. So keep that in mind as well. And these are the top four reasons why cars are wealth killers, and they are all expenses that reduce your wealth without providing any return or benefit, and by minimizing these costs and choosing a car that fits your budget and needs, you can save more money and invest it in more productive ways. Feel free to subscribe for more financial commentary listicles, right, trying to help you improve your finances. Uh, check out 40 for guys to be better with your money. Go down below. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, how I got out of debt in a very, very simplistic way that anyone can understand, go down below as well. Links in the description. And again, stay tuned for more. If you want to improve your finances, stay tuned for more episodes because we're going to keep on producing this style of content. And you can listen to this on the podcast too, which by the way... I'm getting like crazy man. I'm getting like a lot of, lots of downloads from like episodes like a year ago on the podcast which is kind of funny. Side note, but still kind of funny.